Praise his name. Praise his holy and everlasting name. I want to thank our choir. I want to praise God for the great, great songs of Zion. To our co-labors in the gospel, to all of our brothers and sisters in Christ, we greet you in the name that is above every name. Let me, before I jump into this text, Monday through Saturday, we are being programmed by a world, a system that is controlled by Satan. Every, every TV program, every commercial, every talk show is designed, listen, to get you and I to think and feel a certain way. And on Sunday, I have an hour and a half through the power of the Holy Spirit to deprogram you and to help you to see what God has to say. Can I get a witness? See, the world wants all grace. And God is a God of grace. Love we don't deserve, passion, amen, acceptance. But the world does not want truth. Truth are the principles of God. Jesus said, if you continue in my word, then you are truly my disciples indeed. And you shall know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Do I have a witness up in the house? Well, the truth are the principles of God, but it's also the pull out of God. Come out from among them. God does not want us to be relevant with the world. God wants us to be separate from the world. Do I have a witness? And, and some of us struggle with the separation. Amen. We're in the world, but not of the world. The principles and values of the world should never be our principles and values. Amen. They, we, in fact, we ought to repudiate them. Can I get a witness? Whatever the world is embracing, we cannot embrace. Jesus did not come to bring people together. Jesus came to bring people apart. He said, I, didn't, he said, I came to bring a sword between a mother and a daughter and a father and a son. That when his name is mentioned, people don't come together, they divide. Are y'all getting this picture? Amen. And so we want to keep that straight, that our agenda in Christ is grace and truth. Not all grace, grace and, and the truth must be spoken in love. But grace and truth is God's two-headed coin. Can I get a witness? Amen. All right. We're in Philippians chapter 1. Philippians chapter 1. Philippians chapter 1. Philippians chapter 1. And um, from this text, I, I've been, each Sunday I hope to come with a Another alliterated C. Last Sunday was connection. Amen. The, the vine, the true vine and the branches, that if any man be in me, in Christ, preposition in denotes salvation, in Christ, amen. If we're in Christ, we ought to have a strong connection to that vine. We ought to abide. That means remain in the vine. Amen. And any vine, grapevine, that's dragging on the ground, uh, the, 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 the vine dresser pulls the vine out of the ground because it can't grow fruit 
while it's dragging in the dirt. So when we get dirty, the Holy Spirit is trying to lift us out of the dirt so we can bear fruit. Amen. And then the vine dresser will purge the, the, the branches because we all have dead branches. So he's cutting away the dead so we can produce more. Can I get a witness? So last week, our, 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 our uh, C was connection. This week, our C is continuance. If ever there was a message needed today, it's continuance. To keep on moving even in our conflict. Throughout history, people who participate in exceptional accomplishments, who are performers of high approvals, who tend to reach an extraordinary level of acceleration, are typically passionate promoters of persistence. These are people who push in spite of their pain. People who are determined, too determined, listen, to drown in their own depression. Too driven to stop at detours and spiritually convinced not to throw the towel in because of conflict. I don't know what type of person you are, but Philippians chapter 1 is a floor plan for the faith. That when we preach the whole counsel of God, we are not just preaching celebration all the time. People come to church, all they want is celebration, celebration, celebration. Celebration's good. But there are times when we are living in the midst of adversity. And we need to know what thus saith the Lord about the theology of suffering. When we're going through, when we are too weak and wounded, to worship when we are sidetracked by some system of trouble when we feel like giving up and let me let me let me stop because some of us are so traditional that it's almost a curse word to admit that we get weak Amen. that we are wounded uh, we wonder why the tests when we try to do our best. And the songwriter said we'll understand it better by and by. By and by is not heaven. By and by is down here. That as you live out this Christian life and mature in the faith, get in the word, God starts to reveal things to you futuristically about what you've been through in the past. By and by. God says, you know what? You needed that lesson. You needed that chastening. You needed that wound so that you may emerge a much more mightier Christian. And, 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 and it's here, it's here that um, in this peculiar passage of perplexity of Paul's pain. How do you continue in conflict? 
when everything is breaking out, when, you, when your feelings are broken, your heart is not intact, your spirit is divided, you see no hope, how do you continue when things are just contrary to where you are this morning? And I, I, w- I want to say this, that, uh, you know, I, I, I said it this morning, I'll say it again. I am a very transparent, down-to-earth person. You're not, I, I, I'm not a politician. I'm not going to get up here and placate. I'm not going to get up here and say what you want to hear. I'm a, I'm a I'm, you're you're going to get a piece of me that's me, Amen. whether you like it or not. And sometimes people don't like it because when I show them me, I'm showing them them. Meaning, if I'm struggling in my marriage, I don't want to talk to anybody that's never been through a struggle in marriage. I don't want to talk to you. If you put yourself way up here that you've never had a problem, I do not want to hear from you. Because I got problems. Do I have a witness? I got, I got some stuff. I got some baggage. I got some historical stuff going on inside of me. Can I get a witness? When my wife's not around to blame her, my children's not around to blame them, I got to keep looking that mirror at myself. It's me. It's me. Some of this stuff is just me. Some of this stuff is just you. You can't blame the church, can't blame the pastor. And people that are running from themselves, they are victims and they got to blame somebody else for their state of unhappiness. Do I have a witness? And I was talking this morning uh, philosophically about instead of trying to change the parts, let God take you through the pain and bring healing. Now, what are you talking about the parts? I'm glad you asked. We can keep changing parts thinking that if I change this part, I'm going to be happy. But (laughs) the deep thing is, after you change the parts and find out you still got pain, then you got more pain and a different pain than you had before you changed the parts. I'm I'm not going to define parts here. But y'all, I mean, y'all can read between the lines. Isn't that right? So the fact of the matter is there's some stuff that I'm bringing to the table that keeps bringing me down. That's all we want to look at today. What, what is it? And people that don't take on this are dangerous. I, I learned that a long time ago. You, you, you got people, it's everybody but them. And, and, and listen, the fact of the matter is there's some stuff in our lives, some stuff that the Holy Spirit wants to identify and, and bring from the hidden to the light and then bring healing. Can I get a witness? Hang in there with me. So the fact of the matter is, when we look at this matter of Philippians chapter 1, I, I, I call it, Lord have mercy, the floor plan of faith. And in this, it reminds me of those two TV commercials years ago, the bunny rabbit, and the bunny rabbit just keeps going on and on and on. It was an ever-ready battery uh, commercial, and on and on and on, and it just continued to keep moving. And then the other one was a Timex commercial that says it can take a licking but keep on ticking. Can I get a witness? And and in this economy of faith, we got to learn that there are some conflicts that God wants us to face. 
And God wants us to continue, listen, he wants us to continue in spite of the pain, amen. He wants to identify what it is from our history, our hurts, our hysteria, our dysfunction. What is it that keeps coming back up to bring me down? It's not your husband, not your wife, not your children. There's some stuff that we got to take onus for. Isn't that right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Some stuff we got to take. We got to take on. I, you know, when I was growing up, one of my mother's favorite lines, she would say, she said, Raymond, go to sleep. You ain't nothing but you're tired. So when I was a little boy, I get tired. I get moody and evil. Do you know the day when I'm tired, I still get moody and evil? <laughs> Somebody looking at me say, are you tired this morning? No, I ain't tired. what Paul does in this text. Please listen. Paul, this chapter, just chapter one alone is broken down into three areas. His chains, because he's in jail, verses 12 to 14, he's in chains, he's bound. And Paul learned that his, him being bound brought blessings. Lord have mercy. He's in chains. Ah, he has his critics. Yeah, his critics are there to persecute him, 15 to 19, and then his crisis, 20 to 26, is in play as he anticipates a remarkable release and expectation from the Holy Spirit. But this chapter is loaded, and when you look at this chapter for the sake of time, Paul gives a, yeah, Paul gives us a, the power of continuance by having a confidence in God. Now, what is the confidence in God? Well, verse 6 says, he that hath begun a good work in you. Now, who began this good work was the God, and, it's, and, and the good work is the Holy Spirit. When you and I were indwelt at the point of salvation, and at least when you received Jesus Christ, believing he died for your sins, was buried and rose again, and I, I'm not talking about head belief, but heart belief. When you ask Christ to come in and save you, having turned away, repented from your way of life, Lord, I need help. I need you to save me. Fifty-five things take place simultaneously that you don't see or feel. And one of them is the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit comes and lives on the inside and, get, and brings, according to 2 Peter 1, listen, he brings a whole new righteous nature. Lord, have mercy. So now we got two natures. We got that old Adamic nature that we live by in the world. Now we got a new nature. And, and the new nature, listen, is there to grow by the word, by being discipled, and render, listen to pastor, render the old nature inoperative. So when my old nature, and, 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 in, and in my old nature, and I'm not preaching from Romans 6 to 7, but in my old nature... I have all my memories, all my sin life, all the things I did, all the people I was with, that's still housed up in me. I got one amen. I can remember everywhere I went. I can remember everything I did. I don't always want to remember, but I can remember it. I can, I can remember everything I did with who and when and where and how. That's in the old nature. 
All my old records I love is in my old nature. I know them by words. I can still remember songs from 59. I can still remember songs from 63. I, I mean, every word, just, just like it was yesterday. I, I, all that's housed in that old nature. Can I get a witness? I remember all my road buddies that I grew up with. And some are dead. I still remember everything we did. That's all housed them all. I remember all the worldly pleasures and all the weaknesses that we were. That's housed in my old nature. But God comes along with the new nature. And, 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 and God says, now this is going to be a process. All things will pass away. And all things, Lord have mercy, will start to become new. We're going to have a new attitude, new value system, a new direction, Amen. A new enablement, a new empowerment, a new enlightenment. God is bringing everything new to render the old. Now, notice I said render in the Greek. It, it didn't go anywhere. And the, new, the old nature didn't go anywhere, did it? The old nature is still intact. It's still there. It's still there. Amen? I remember all the records that war sang. Huh? The world is a ghetto. Huh? I remember all the records Earth, Wind, and Fire sang. I, uh, I, 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 remember, I remember all the records of Temptation and Miracles sang. I got all that stuff housed in the old man. So, so Christians, listen, Christians who are taught to, listen, who are taught to conveniently forget and dispel, they think they're sanctifying themselves are trying to do away with an old nature that does not even have to obey the Word of God. You need to read the Bible. Do I have a witness? And, 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 and so it's in this context that, amen, when we start talking about a continuance, we start talking about hanging in there in spite of the conflict. There's going to be conflict in your life. In this world, you're going to have trials and tribulations, but be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. I'm, I'm saying this to deprogram you not only from the world, but from other denominations who preach that once I get saved, I don't have them feelings no more. Well, I do. They're not as strong, but there are some things that are still there. Are y'all getting me? And so, child of God, Paul comes along and Paul says, He that have been confident, here's what a confidence is, verse 6, of this very thing that the Holy Ghost began a good work through the new nature that's in you and he's going to continue with that work until you see Jesus. That's a promise. Now, why did Paul say being confident of this very thing? Because you and I need confidence in conflict. We need to know that God is working out my good and his glory. Do I have a witness? We need to believe that God's got this thing and I don't need to do this thing all by myself. We need to know that he will do far exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask or think. Do I have a witness? That you're not changing yourselves. He's changing us, metamorphosizing us, through the power of the Holy Spirit. Thank God for that. 
And, 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 and so one, one of the things that Paul does in this context is we see this uh, test of Paul's, listen, this test of Paul's, uh, yeah, uh, perseverance and power. I call it conviction. Verses 7 through 11. Look at verse 7. He says, even as it is meet for me to think this of you all, because I have you in my heart as much as in my bonds, and in the defense and confirmation of the gospel, you're all partakers of my grace. We are partakers of God's grace. Well, what do you mean by that, Paul? Well, we're confident that the Holy Spirit, the same Holy Spirit that took liquor out of my mouth, the same Holy Spirit that took cussing repeatedly out of my mouth. That's right. The same Holy Spirit, come on now, that, amen, transformed me from a dog to a doer for Christ. And that's a strong word. The same Holy Spirit, come on now, that had something to do with my overall change. Can I get a witness? Hang in there with me. The same Holy Spirit, listen to this, amen, verse 7, is going to confirm some things of the gospel, you are partakers of his grace. Now, 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 what we ought to be preaching is the gospel, good news. The good news is that somebody died for your sins, and his name was Jesus. He died for your sins, he washed your sins away, you can never go to hell again because Jesus took my place on the cross. That, 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 that's the good news. Isn't that good news? That's good news that somebody would die for all my sins, past, present, and future. Can I get a witness? And for God is my record, verse 8, how greatly I long uh, for you all in the bowels of Jesus Christ. And, 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 and so Paul says, my prayer is that you would grow and abound more and more in knowledge and in all judgment that you may be able to approve things that are excellent, that you may be sincere without offense to the day of Christ. Now watch this now, part of the transformation process, being filled with the fruits of righteousness. Now, now, now let's stop part and, and, and pause and see what Paul is really saying in this matter of his conviction of power and purposes, he's saying that God is enlightening, enabling, amen, empowering us, watch this now, to be partakers of his grace. Now, the word partakers means Jesus is going to make you and I, amen, to think like him, to walk like him, to live like him. That's partakers of his grace, that we, he's pulling us in, to be partakers, he gives us a passion, a patient, he gives us power, he gives us principles. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and the first thing that Paul is doing in this context is saying that in this continuance, in spite of the conflict, God is at work in us. Look how far the Lord brought us from. Go back 10 years. you much better than you were 10 years ago. If you save, you much better than you were five years ago. If you save, if you're growing, if you're under this word, you're much better off. You're a better person. You're, 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 you're a more righteous person. Come on now. Can, you got more peace. Do I have a witness? I know you're going through this morning. I know, I know, I know you got, 
I know you got issues. I know you got historical stuff. I know you got attacks on your life. But uh, excuse me, where you are this morning is no comparison to where you were 20 years ago. The Lord has bought me from a mighty long way. Mm. He gives us this power base of why we ought to continue. Mm. My God. But secondly, he gives us a new perspective. Verse 12, but I would that ye should understand, brethren, so he's talking to Christians, that the things which happened unto me. Now, we need to define this verse, because this verse is so powerful, have fallen out rather to the furtherance of what? The gospel. Paul is saying, listen, my problem, I'm in prison, I'm in chains, I'm bound. My chains and my predicament and my pain and my plights are teaching me a perspective that I could not get without going through these wounds. Now, now, now there's certain things God can't teach you unless you go through something. You, you know, we want, Lord... Show me thy way. But then the minute he allows something adverse to enter our lives, Lord, pull me out. <laughs> see, 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 you got to understand the psalmist. The psalmist said, yea, yea, though I walk through the valley, of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Why do they start that verse off with yea? Because yea means right on. You, This is how God helps us to grow. Growing pains, Lord have mercy. You ever, you ever see a little baby, they get to that age where they start teething? Man, y'all know about teething babies or colic babies. How many, I had, I had one colic child. All they did was scream. You understand? In the name of Jesus. You know, you, you, you know, teething and colic and, 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 and earaches. Remember that? Remember when your baby get an earache? You got to go get, get uh, you know, in, in the name of Jesus, all that stuff. Well, all of those agitations cause them to scream from the top of their voice. Do I have a witness? And see what pain does, pain in our lives, uh, amen, causes us to know that there are other problems going on. Do I have a witness? If, if, if I got a bad toothache this morning, amen, I got to get to a dentist. Can I get a witness? And you know, when I was, uh, you know, younger and cute, I, I go to the dentist and I go to the dentist with a toothache and the dentist said, well, you got an abscess back. I said, well, well, doc, whatever you do, try to save, you know, try to save the tooth and, 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 and do what you got to do. You know, you know, we were all concerned because we were concerned about our looks. At this age, get it out. Just, just, just take it out. I, I can, I can. Come on now, take it out. I can, I can, I can go give me a bridge. Bridge. It's called bridge over troubled waters. I, I, I can go give me a bridge and put it in my mouth. Doc. I just get this. What? Get this pain. Y'all know what I'm talking about. We 
don't like pain. And, 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 and so, child of God, child of God, child of God, Paul is saying, listen to this, the things, what things? All of the circumstances that were divinely, amen, allowed in my life that were difficult, God was behind it. I know you can't take this one in. No, that wasn't God. Okay. See, that's the whole theme to the book of Job. Job, Job, see, Job went through pure, unadulterated health. Paul, Paul lost 10 children all at once. Paul, look, his, his health went out. Dogs was licking his wounds. And, and his, here's his wife. That's the only thing that, uh, the, you know, the devil left behind was a nagging wife. His wife said, why, why, why are you trying, why are you trying to hold your integrity? Won't you just curse God and die? Didn't, didn't she say that? Come on, that's bad counsel. And Job said, woman, you talk like a foolish woman. The Lord giveth, and the Lord taketh away. Bless it. It's time to worship. Be the name of the Lord. And the Bible says, all this Job did I sin, then four so-called friends. Yeah. They start accusing Job, well, you had to mess up because God is good. You had to mess up. God would have never allowed this to you. And Job, Job held his integrity. Job held his integrity, answering all four of them. And finally, when you get to chapter 37, 38, Job kind of loses and said, that's it. And he says, you know what? I, I really don't know what God is doing. And, and, and as Job kept talking from a, a position of complaint, the Spirit of God said, who is this? Now listen to this, with dark counsel that would dare judge God. Mm. And, and uh, son of man, where were you when, when I called the ocean, the waves of the ocean to go so far and then go back? Where, 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 where were you when all of the waters dump into the ocean, let the ocean is not overfilled. Where, where, where were you when the uh, eagle flies through the trackless air and the whale swims through the liquid corridor? Where, where were you? And, 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 and child of God, Job, Job got his head together and said, Lord, and he said, I abhor myself in sackcloth and ashes. You know what? When God starts confronting us, all we can do is go down. Can I get a witness? I know you know the Bible. I know you got theology. But let God get on your back and start asking you some questions. Can I get a witness? And Job went down and God said, boy, what did you learn? And in chapter 42, Job says, you know what? I had heard about you with the hearing of my ear. But now in all this hell that I've been through, I've seen you. You know, you don't see God till you go through something. You don't see God till you come out victorious. You don't see God until you know that you know that you know that you know that he's able. Mm. The things, all my circumstances, every time I'm in trouble. Every time I'm crying, every time I get resentful, every time I get angry, the things. God has to sign off on everything. Yeah. 
See, y'all give the devil too much credit. You got two problems theologically with the devil. You either give him too much credit or you don't give him enough credit. Can I get a witness? The devil cannot have your soul. The devil cannot send you to hell. The devil, I'm preaching up in this place, the devil is, he's a dog on a chain for God. Can I get a witness? And child of God, you need, the devil's not omniscient. The devil, he, that means he don't know everything. And he's a good guesser. Can I get a witness? Thank you, Jesus. But the things that have happened unto me, my chains, my challenges, my conflicts. Oh, here's the new perspective. God took all my stuff, all the things, and he formed a puzzle. He gave a design. That's why we know all things are working together for good. Everything we go through is by design. Can I get a witness? That happened unto me, listen, have fallen out. In other words, in the Greek, they've fallen into place by an all-powerful, all-knowing God. That, 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 that if you're not living by faith, then listen, you, you're sitting up here living, amen, not by faith, but you're living by chance. We don't serve a God of chance. There are no accidents. There's just appointments. Can I get a witness? That, see, that's why uh, Joe said, when, when uh, Joe said, he said, uh, 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 I know in whom I believe. And I know he's able. Isn't he able? God, God is able to take our mess and manage it, Lord have mercy, into something spectacular. He said they've fallen out to the furtherance of the gospel. In other words, God used my stuff to dis distribute wisdom to others. So when Pastor Gordon says to me and says, you know, I, I, I've had problems in my marriage and God is faithful. I had problems uh, in this area, in this area, in this area, and God, somebody listening, uh, amen, needs your truthful testimony so they can walk away in courage. Well, if the Lord worked it out for them, he can work it out for me. Can I get a witness? If, if, the, Lord, if the Lord did this for them, he can do it for me. So God tends to change our perspectives Every time we get in trouble, we don't change partners. We don't change parts. There's some things we just got to go through the pain. There is a curriculum in the pain. There's something in the pain that teaches us. Not only about God, but about ourselves. Do I have a witness? There's something, something, something here. And, and, and so Paul, Paul in verse 12, he's dealing with a new perspective. And then in verse 19 and 21, he's dealing with the trust of a new comfort, which is prayer. Look at verse 19 real quick. Look at this. For I know. Now, 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 now notice. For I know. Now, 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 now when you read up to then, he, verse 16, he's talking about affliction. Amen. He's talking about his persecutors. He's talking about his critics. All they want to see is him get taken out. Do you know you actually have people that want you to be taken out? They want you to fall, fail. They want you to go down. And here's the tragedy. The reason they want you to go down is because, listen to this, there's something 
that God is doing with you that he's not doing with them. And they want to see you go down. That's the tragedy here. That's the tragedy. That's the tragedy here. I've I, I watched church members over, over, over these years, and I can't believe if somebody goes out and get a new home, Pastor, even if they don't ask me to come around and bless the home, Pastor, I just, me and my husband, or me and my wife just bought a new home, and, and I ain't getting nobody's business. I, and my first thing is congratulations. Come here, come here, congratulations. That's, we got three members in here with million-dollar homes. Congratulations. Only time I get upset is when you want to ride up here in a brand new Mercedes and BMW and pick up a free turkey. That's when I get upset. I, you know, I, I just, I just, I just, I get, a, I get upset about that guy. You know, put, pawn that car and go buy a turkey. Turkey only costs $25. What you coming up in here for a turkey for? You know, I pass to just watch everything. Yeah, well, that's obvious. At least catch the bus, Brother Arnold, to come and get the turkey. You don't pull up here in a brand new BMW asking for a turkey. And, and Deacon Armstead's so kind, he bringing the turkey to him. I don't, don't give him no turkey. Don't be giving him no turkey. Let him go catch a pigeon. I ain't fooling with them. Then when you look at that giving record, they ain't even giving no money to the church. Oh, that's a whole nother sermon. I had a young lady I ain't never seen in my life last month. She walks up to me and says, Hi, Pastor Gordon. How you doing? Can you take up an offering for me? And I thought I was going to start cussing. Are you out of your mind? What in the world am I going to take an offering for you for? I ain't doing that, baby. Come on now. My name ain't Steve Jobs or Steve Harvey or something. We ain't doing that. This ain't family feud. I'm trying to get I'm trying to get these folk to give money to the church. Ain't fooling with that. Now if your house burns down and you didn't put it on fire because of your wife or husband, then well, you know, we'll consider it. But but the fact of the matter is, listen listen to this. Y'all, 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 excuse me, sorry. Look what Paul says. <laughs> See, that's that Philly in me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I I I am I am I'm up for my history, all right. Uh, yeah. Paul, Paul says, verse 19, For I know that your prayers, this shall turn to my, and the word salvation is deliverance through your prayer and the supply of the Spirit of Jesus Christ. Here's what we ought to be doing. Lifting each other up in prayer. Praying for one another. Not praying on one another. Praying for one another is tight. And, 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 and he says, and check out verse 20, because this is powerful in the Greek. According to my earnest expectation and hope, that all my expectation, all my hope is predicated on your prayer, praying for me. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. This is powerful, Doc. And, and, and he's dealing with a strategy. Nothing will I be ashamed in, a stick to all, a boldness, a strength, 
Christ is magnified and the singleness of mind. Here's the singleness of mind in this first chapter. First chapter is about a single mind. Second chapter about a submissive mind in Christ. Third chapter about a spiritual mind, forgetting those things that are behind. And the fourth chapter, amen, is amen. Now watch this now. You, you need to understand. It is, a, it, is, it, is, it, is, it is a secure mind. But in this mindset, Paul says, for me to live, A double-minded, a double-minded man's unstable in all his ways. Some of us want to be rich. Some of us want to be successful. Some of us want this. We we got all these aspirations. Nothing wrong with them, but they are competing with Christ. Paul says, "Uh-uh, not here. For me to live is Christ. Period. And if I die, it's even better. It's gain because absent from this body." is to be present with the Lord. See, see, and, and, and because we're not in the Word, death even gives us a wrong picture. Death for the Christian is graduation day. Y'all ain't getting this. You know what graduation was like? You know. You know. And, and you go up, get your diploma, you've graduated, Lord have mercy, here's the Lord, you know, you he's Come on in, thy good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I'll make you rule over many. Remember that? Interesting. And, 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 and uh, I'm, I'm a Bible student, and I am a King James virgin. King James. King James. This is inspired. Y'all take these other versions and take them out of here. King James. Why do you like King James so much? First of all, King James was a 16th century king in England. That's when this Bible was kind of uh, written. But more so, I like the old Shakespearean English. Mortify, put to death your members. Why do you like the King James Version? Because in John 14 it says... I go away to prepare a place for you. But what place? A mansion. All this hell I've been through, I don't want no apartment. And some of y'all Bibles say condominium. Some of y'all Bibles say apartment. I want a mansion. I want a, man I, I want a mansion in the name of Jesus. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get some calls on that one. Look at this. So Paul begins in this matter of the prayer. He's got power. He's got perspective. Now we see the prayer. Verse 22, for if I live in the flesh, this is the fruit of my labor. Yet what I choose, I what not. I'm in a strait between two. I have a desire to depart and be with Christ, which is far better, nevertheless, to abide with you is good for you. I want to finish my course. Remember that? The time of my departure has come. I fought a good fight. I finished my course. I kept the faith. Now there's later for me a crown of righteousness. Mm. This thing is heavy. 
He moves from the power to the perspective to the prayer. Now he moves, Lord have mercy. Listen to the prescription. Verse 25. And having this, what? Confidence. I know that I shall abide and, look at the second C, continuance. See, you can't have continuance in Christ without confidence. I'm going to make it. I, I'm going to make it. Come hell or high water. Listen, I don't care. I, I'm going to make it. Even when my own stuff gets in my way, I'm going to make it because God is in it. I can do all things through Christ who keeps on strengthening me. I'm going to make it. Can I get away? I'm not a quitter. I'm not somebody going to go in the corner and cry. If all y'all get up and go out the door and ain't nobody left in this church, you know what my position is? Lord, we're going to rebuild this church in the name of Jesus. And I'm going to pack it back out again through the power of the Holy Spirit. Are y'all getting this? You know why I got that kind of confidence? Because, amen, he that have begun a good work in me keeps on performing it until Jesus Christ. Uh, it's not predicated on me. I don't have no strength. I don't have no power. I don't have no money, no bank account to build. But God owns cattle on a thousand hill. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof and all that dwells therein. So Paul says, I got the confidence to continue. And when you're going through pure hell, and the conflict is starting to interfere with your continuance. You need to get in this word and get some confidence. Can I get a witness? And we know that all things, uh, everything, 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 everything is working together for the good. For them that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose, he that hath begun it will finish it. Can I get a witness? Paul is saying, amen, like that bunny rabbit, we're just going to keep on going and keep on going and keep on going. We're going to take a licking and keep on ticking. Can I get for no weapon? See, you got you to gotta keep telling yourself the promises. Yeah, for no weapon formed against me shall prosper. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against him. Can I get a witness? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even my enemies, came against me, they stumbled and fell. Though a host should rise against me, in this I will not be afraid. Can I get away? You got to understand, I have plans for you. Plans of good, not of evil. To bring you to a desired end. Can I get a witness? You got to be pronouncing those promises. And the promises of God are yay and amen. Can I get a witness? And when you keep on talking about the promises, you got to back up and give him the praise. Because all the promises are meant to lift his name up. They're not meant to lift you up. They're meant to lift him up. Can I get a witness? I was young. Now I'm old. I've never seen the righteous forsaken. Never seen a seed begging bread. Can I get a witness? And he will do far exceedingly abundantly above all that you ask or think to the only wise God, our Savior. Can I get a witness? You got to quote these promises. God allows the conflict to amen so that you and I will continue with confidence. Amen. Can I get a witness? But there's one more word in verse 30. Having the same conflict. 
Some conflict is just good. Some conflict is meant to deliver you. Some conflict is meant to divulge things to you. Some conflict is, main, is meant to disclose things you don't want to see. Can I get a witness? And when I go through enough conflict, and when I'm, amen, crying out in my complaint and in my conflict to Almighty God, God sends a spirit of continuance. Hang in there. Help us on the way. He that hath begun a good work in you. Uh, can I get a witness? He's going to perform it until he comes back. Can I, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. Didn't he say that? Child of God, Jesus is faithful. Even when we're unfaithful, Jesus comes and gets us. He lifts us up and turns us around. He plants our feet on solid ground. Do I have a witness? The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not lack. The Lord is my light. The Lord is my high tower. The Lord is my refuge and my strength. The Lord is my present help in the time of trouble. Though the earth be removed and though the mountains be cast into the midst of the sea, though the waters roar thereof, there is a stream that shall make glad the city of God. Can I get a witness? I can't tell you how many times I felt like quitting. How many times I wanted to walk out? How many times I wanted to give up? How many times I got frustrated? How many times I questioned God? Questioned His Word? Questioned my life? But God, He came in the nick of time. He came at the right time. Didn't He come? He said, be not weary in well-doing, for in due season, you shall reap, reap, reap. If you faint not, say it, say it. The Lord is good. The Lord is good. The Lord is good. I will bless the Lord at all times. First Thessalonians 5, 22. In everything. Give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Lord, thank you for my, uh, thank you, Lord, for my conflict. Thank you, Lord, for my circumstances. Oh, God, I know you working this thing out. Can I get a witness? Give me a confidence. Give me a continuance in the midst of my conflict so that I can give your name the praise. I'm going to thank you in advance for what you're going to do. I'm going to thank you for putting food on my table. I'm going to thank you for being with my children. I'm going to thank you for healing my body. I'm going to thank you for putting praise on my lips, running in my feet, clapping in my hands, joy in my soul. Thank you! Thank you! Thank you! Thank you! Continuing. Whatever you do, don't move. But they that wait upon the Lord 
he shall renew their strength. He'll mount you up with wings like eagles. You'll run and not get weary. You'll walk and not faint. Make the promises your power base. And just let go and let God. Continuance. Let's stay on our feet this morning. Let's stay on our feet. As every head is bowed, every eye is closed, if you're here and you need to be saved, born again, blood washed, Jesus Christ, Son of the living God and God the Son, died for your sins, past, present, and future, went to the grave, rose early on the third day with all power in his hands. You can be saved this morning by believing that Jesus died for your sins. Just raise your hand if you want to give your life to Christ. Raise your hand. Is there one? Or perhaps you want to join a church in your Christian experience. Raise your hand. Just We'd love to have you. Raise your hand. Raise your hand high. Do you want to join the church? Do you want to be saved? Yes. Jesus is Lord. Is there one? Satan is alive. Yes, is. Jesus is Lord. Is there one? Is there one? Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for our first sea of connection. We need to be strongly connected to you. And now, thank you for the continuance that in spite of our conflict, we have confidence to hang in there and to know you're working out our good and your glory. Bless everybody here with a confidence as they go out the door that you are going to bring us through. In Jesus' name, amen. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, neighbor, stay put, continue. God bless you. We'll see you later. God bless you. See you Wednesday. Come on.